Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, my name is Allison M., and I am an addict. This is the Just for Today reading for February 20th, Powerlessness and Personal Responsibility. Through our inability to accept personal responsibilities, we were actually creating our own problems. Basic text, page 13. When we refuse to take responsibility for our lives, we give away all of our personal power. We need to remember that we are powerless over our addiction, not our personal behavior. Many of us have misused the concept of powerlessness to avoid making decisions or hold on to things we had outgrown. We had claimed powerlessness over our own action. We have blamed others for our circumstances rather than taking positive action to change those circumstances. If we continue to avoid responsibility by claiming that we are powerless, we set ourselves up for the same despair and misery we experienced in our active addiction. The potential for spending our recovery years feelings, feeling like victims is very real. Instead of living our lives by default, we can learn how to make responsible choices and take risks. We may make mistakes but we can learn from these mistakes. A heightened awareness of ourselves and an increased willingness to accept personal responsibility gives us the freedom to change, to make choices, and to grow. Just for today, my feelings, actions, and choices are mine. I will accept responsibility for them. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Mel H. Hey, Mel, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So Mel, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? My clean date's October the 7th of 1968. Uh, I attend meetings all over the world because of Zoom, thank God. <laughs> and uh, I gave up my home group in East LA, and my new home group is uh, East meets West in the Philippines. All right, thanks, Mel. We're going to transition to the just for today. Can you share your thoughts on powerlessness and personal responsibility? Powerlessness is simply taking the first step and realizing how difficult it is to make it in the world of today. I'm powerless over my addiction. My life becomes unmanageable. I have to surrender to that. And if I surrender to that, I have a choice and a chance. Without surrendering to that, I have no choice. I have no chance. So I look at Powerlessness is a, is a tool for anything that comes up in my mind. I'm powerless not only over drugs, I'm powerless over my thinking, I'm powerless over uh, soda pop, bubble gum, and sex. I'm powerless over <laughs> my, just many things that go on in my life. And I take personal responsibility to wanting to change those feelings by working the steps. Working the steps clears me out 
for all the difficult times that I've had, it absolutely opens up my eyes to see what my sixth and seventh step really means to me, my shortcomings, my character defects. It gives me a chance to uh, take a list of people that I have struggled with, whether it's financially, lied to, stole from, um, whatever it was, I can take and make a list of those people. I become willing to, to make amends to those people and try to straighten out my own life. So there's a powerlessness is, is goes much further than just uh, just saying you're powerless over your addictions and your life becomes unmanageable. It means that you're powerless over all life. You're, you're powerless over taking the responsibility of having a power greater than you to guide you. And here that same question comes up time and time again. What is a power greater than ourselves? <clears throat> And I have to look at it to where a guy said to me, can you control the wind? And I said, no, I can't control the wind. He says, when you flip on a switch and the lights go on, what does that tell you? You have a switch that the lights go on. So powerlessness and power is two separate things. You empower yourself to be a better person. Um, I, I don't know where you want me to go with this, but it's uh, it's just uh, the program teaches us every day what to do and what to do differently. If you make a mistake, your power greater than you is going to give it to you by your emotions and feelings. If you feel awkward about something that you said or did, that tells you that that was a mistake. If you feel good about something that you did, you know that you did good. And you, you don't have to look at the mirror and frown, you can look in the mirror and smile and you can be happy with who and what you've become. Um, Mel, with that with that perspective there, this, um, so that just for today, there's a sentence in there that talks about the potential for spending our recovery years uh, feeling like victims is very real. And if we have some listeners who, who are tuned in today and, and they're like, you know what? That's me. Like if I take a step back and I, and I look at, um, you know, if I take my inventory, it's like, man, I feel like a victim in this area and in this situation happened, I'm a victim here and I'm a victim here. And, and, you know, and like this, this responsibility for, for some of the messes that, that we find ourselves in, it's just, we're, we're not grabbing on to, you know, to that. Could you, could you share with us, you know, what does the action items look like from saying, okay, look, I'm a, I'm a victim or, you know, to, to pivot, to say, okay, you know, I'm responsible for my actions. I'm responsible to get into the solution. You know, here's what to do. Can, could you share to that? Well, you just basically said it. You know, you can play the victim role all you want, but usually it's not the case. Usually it's you're putting yourself in a position that that victim role gets uh, uh, attacked with. So you have to, you have to look at it for what it really is. What's your part in it? If your part in it is that you cause the situation, then you cause the situation. How do you get out of it? You get out of it by inventory. You get out of it by making amends. You get out of it by changing your lifestyle. Uh, sometimes in, in that same perspective, changing your lifestyles means not doing the same things over and over and over again, looking for different results when the results are always going to be the same especially if you continue to do the things that you do. So we have uh, ability 
to take a look at what we've done, take responsibility for the damage that we have caused if we, and, and accept it and then make changes to not do it again. Got more question on that one? <laughs> no, I think that, I, th I think that's good. So, um, you know, in, in the year since you've been clean, has there, has there been seasons to where you, you, um, have maybe changed your perspective on, on what your, what your responsibility is, you know, your personal responsibility? Are there, are there times where it's easier to say, okay, you know what, I can surrender this. I'm good with that. You know, I, I feel like I'm in a place to where, um, I'm really good with, I don't have control over this. I kind of feel, you know, feel centered. Does that, has there been a change over the, well, we'll say decades now, <laughs> you can look, you could take a look at the decade progression. Um, you know, could you share to that? Well, I want to say this because it's, it, it leads, you, you already said decades. Yes, I've been clean for over 52 years. Yes, I've been taught by the best people who have passed on, Jimmy Kay, Bob Barrett, uh, Gene Haig. Uh, I can name all the names of the people that have been here that actually spoon fed me what this program was all about. And as they spoon fed me this, this program, they gave me uh, the guidelines of how to deal with life as, in, as, as it is. And so, um, uh, shoot, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to answer this. Throw that question back at me again, because that I, I'm, okay. I took myself out of it for a second. Right. So, so you know, in different seasons of, of your recovery, um, have you experienced it? You know, times when it's easier to say, okay, you know, this is something that I'm powerless over. Um, I don't, I don't want to try to manipulate the outcome. I'll take responsibility for what I can, and and I'm going to leave the rest up to to a higher power. And that compared with, do you find like there are seasons to where it's like, no, you know what, Mel's going to take take back the reins, you know, start driving and, and see how it goes. When I do that, Douglas, when I do that, that's when I'm in trouble. <laughs> I have I have learned that if if I'm struggling with something and try to take the reins and do it my way, I'm doing it not in God's will. I'm doing it in my will. And that's where I run into a, a whole lot of hurdles of some bad things that can happen to me. A um, couple things that took place in my life over the, the time I've been around here, Gene Haig got me involved with, uh, uh, he got himself in a little bit of a jam. I'm gonna talk about this just briefly. He got himself in a little bit of a jam and he stopped going to meetings and he wound up finding uh, Jesus. And and I know this is kind of a, oh, don't say that word, because it isn't a religious program, it's a spiritual program known as Narcotics Anonymous, not a religious program. But he quit going to meetings and he found uh, religion and he he gave my name up to Jews for Jesus and 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 that just hurt my feelings and I didn't talk to Gene for, for, uh, for, for probably three years after that. But somewhere down the line, uh, my heart got softened and uh, they sent me a postcard. I don't wanna get into all of it, but I wound up calling them after sponsoring a guy and he wrote some, read something out of the, out of the scriptures. And it made me stop and think. And because uh, I'm a little Jewish guy, but 
I made a decision and I, I started following uh, scriptures and following uh, this man called Jesus. And I don't push that on people, but it's taught me compassion. It's taught me love. It's taught me understanding. It's taught me not to be so self-centered. It's taught me to be selfless and give away what I can to other people. That's why I do what I do. I speak all over the world about Narcotics Anonymous and the recovery that's available. And I don't push it. I don't, I don't tell people what they have to do. I just tell them what I've done because that's what I've been led to do. And this program has given me that. So um, I have been, I, when I feel awkward about something, I pray about it. I ask God, what do I do now? And that story about prayer is talking to God. Meditation is shutting your mouth and letting God talk back to you. And that's what I've learned to do to, to stop me from doing uh, goofy things. Uh, hey, I wouldn't still be clean this length of time if I didn't follow uh, the heart and the mind and the structure of, of what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how else to answer that. No, thanks for thanks for that, Mel. And and you know, and, and one question I want to ask you before we roll into into the final question of the episode. And um, I've had I've had many folks come on here as guests, and and they talk about their um, spiritual beliefs, you know, and, and and whether it takes a religious turn or not. You know, I, I'm of the mind that we can like it's a safe place, like we can lean into it, and that's fine. And one thing I've noticed, and, wh and what I want to ask you about is, you know, I got clean in 2000, and even from there to now from then to now i've noticed that that it's almost um it's like an icky icky word to say in in a meeting is is god um and talking about hey you know my spiritual awakening you know spiritual experiences along the way and stuff and and that's just my you know perspective and and, and i'm sure that it's you know uh it, you know it's it's mine right it's, it's just my perspective so so with that have you noticed any change in in maybe like the, the, the way that we can in a meeting bring up God, higher power, spiritual awakenings, spiritual experience, when, like it was in the, you know, in 68, in the 70s. Have you, you know, has there been any change? Well, yeah, they're, they're, trying, they're trying to remove all those terms out of the basic text. And they're trying to remove it from the, from the readings but it, they can't. There's just, it's impossible to remove God from anything. God, as you understand him, is the way they always say that. It's not the God of what I understand. It's the God of what you understand. Some people come in here, and I, I want to stand on this, too. When the program was first uh, uh, initiated, and that's with the, the other program, the mother program, we call it, they told uh, Bill Wilson, you can't use the scriptures to uh, show off what this program is all about because we have people that come in here from all walks of life, Buddhists, uh, Jews. So this program is basically for anybody, no matter what faith that they have followed or not followed. What, what it basically boils down to is that we have a program that says 
you can be clean no matter what your beliefs are. And that's what it was intended for when, when AA wanted to do it their way and they said, don't do that. Every, the people, no matter uh, how many different programs came out of AA, which is a lot. I mean, not just NA, NA was the first one to follow, but you had the family groups as, as well, Al-Anon, Naranon, you had uh, all these different programs that are opened up to the 12-step program. We don't slam the door on anybody for their, their uh, spiritual beliefs. We open the door for everybody that wants to be changing their lifestyle. Uh, and that's what's beautiful about this. So I don't, I, I feel bad about people that want to change all these things. They want to stop the beliefs that people have. Uh, it, it makes it awkward and uncomfortable. But I, I have to say that we have a lot more younger people coming in and they want to push the old people away and they want to change everything, which isn't going to work. It's not going to work. God's in charge. We're not. So I don't know if that answered that question or not, but that's uh, uh, when it comes down to it. I, uh, I don't stand up at a podium or a roundtable discussion and talk about uh, my belief systems directly. I share briefly. I use the term uh, the word Bible to me means basic instruction before leaving earth. And I use the basic text to keep me clean. I use the, uh, uh, the, the Bible to keep me comfortable. So how else, I don't know how else to answer that question? Uh, th thanks for sharing um, that with us, Mel. And, and so let me ask you this final question. If you, if you could sit down with Mel H with one day clean or one week clean, knowing what you know now, could you share with us what, what would you say to him? <laughs> what would I say to myself? Mm -hmm. This program is a gift. Probably one of the biggest gifts that you'd ever receive. The gift of the freedom of act, freedom from acts of addiction. The freedom of the spirit. The freedom to be who you want to be and do anything you want to do. That was, that's what was told to me by my sponsor, Eddie Cochran, who was sponsored by Jimmy Kay and went to the very first NA meeting in 1953, October the 5th in the San Fernando Valley. And he stood up at a podium with 30, 17 years clean in this penitentiary where I was at. And he said those same words, you can be anything you wanna be and you can do anything you wanna do and you can do it without drugs. And I say that same thing to myself when I look in the mirror. You can be as good as you want to be. You, you have the right to make good decisions, and you have to suffer if you make bad decisions. And I don't want to make bad decisions anymore. I like the feeling of feeling good. I'm 77 years old. I've lived a goofy life. I've made some poor decisions. I've made some good decisions. But I can still look in the mirror tonight, uh, today, and, and say to myself, you know, you've come a long way. Mel, you've done a good job. And don't give up. Don't ever give up. Keep doing the same things you're doing. You keep getting the same things you're getting. That's what I would say to myself. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast.
I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.